A Florida man broke into a woman's home to pet the family cat. A Florida man with no arms stabbed a tourist. A Florida man with a kitten was denied entry into a strip club. And a Florida man called 911 about the cocaine in his butt. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only daily weird news podcast that on Fridays does weird news just from one state, Florida. That's right, Florida Friday on Weird AF News. Oh, it's also the new year. Oh, so many things happening. It's going to be a good Friday, guys. It's going to be a nice weekend. I got some just stories about some real quality citizens. Let's do it. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. Why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A Florida man broke into a lady's house in order to pet the family cat. Oh, breaking into a house to pet a cat. <laughs> drugs. Dun, 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 dun. All I really want is drugs. Do, 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 do. And in the morning, it's drugs. Do, 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 do. And in the evening, it's drugs. Do, 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 do. St. Petersburg, Florida. A Florida lady said that she was startled when she woke up to find her neighbor petting her cat. Oh, what are you doing in my house, neighbor? You trying to borrow some milk? Huh? Did you lose your electricity? Huh? You need a condom because you got a lover over? <laughs> no, no, no. Just here to pet your cat, lady. You never let me. I had to wait till you went to sleep. Here's a quote from Brittany. I could see the shadow of a man standing at the edge, the edge of my bed. Yeah. That's it. That's the quote. Oh, no, there's more. Hold on. There was a man crouched down at the foot of my bed. Uh, he wasn't exactly looking at me, which is uh, strange because I I find myself to be pretty nice to look at when I'm in bed. I, I have those very nice pajamas that I like to wear. They have, uh, they have monkeys on them. I think they're pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, it's a full onesie to my, uh, my, my bed, my monkey bedtime gear. <laughs> well, he wasn't looking at me. No, he wasn't looking at me. He was... He's actually petting my cat. Yeah, petting my cat. Doesn't say what her cat's name is in the story. Um, it says here her cat jumped off the bed initially. That's what woke her up. And then the cat apparently went up to the stranger. Just allowed itself to be pet. This is why you don't get a cat, man. You need a dog. A dog doesn't jump out of bed and go run to the stranger who's broken into your home to allow itself to be pet. No, the dog... The dog jumps up and bites this stranger in the genitalia area. Um, if it's a small dog, it just goes at the ankles. It still can be effective. I don't know if you've ever had a chihuahua gnaw at your ankle, but that could, you know, that could scare you off a little bit. They do have a very, very loud, sharp, ear-piercing bark that's uh, also very good. That'll wake you up to make sure you're up and aware that somebody's trying to come inside your bed, steal something from your house. Who knows? So, you know, just again, just an argument to have a dog instead of a cat. This cat apparently just enjoyed being stroked by a stranger and uh, didn't do anything to save Brittany's life. Uh, Brittany said the man got away, but he returned Wednesday morning. What is it? Huh? This time she was ready for him. She was ready for him, as were the police. 
Here's a quote from her. I can't believe he came back. That's all. That's the quote. I can't believe he... Oh, one more quote. I hope he goes to prison for a long time. These are really crappy quotes. I apologize. You know, when the quotes are bad, I like to embellish them a little bit. I hope you'll forgive me for that. You know, the whole monkey pajama thing. That really wasn't in the story, of course. Um, I got a lot of questions about this neighbor that just came back to pet the cat. Like, just can't stop petting the cat. And after he was in your house the first time, you know, you just let that slide, Brittany. Like, I'm just going to let that go. Let's just hope he doesn't come back again. <laughs> Somebody breaks into my bedroom. It's the last time they're breaking into my bedroom. That's for damn sure. Now, I think uh, clearly this neighbor's on drugs, but also I, I would add to the equation the possibility of this neighbor living with people who are allergic to cats. And this individual wants to be around a cat, wants to pet a cat, um, but can't bring a cat home, lives in one of those environments. Um, you know, it's like uh, I have a nut allergy, and uh, so it's difficult if I date someone who loves to eat nuts, and because you can't eat a bunch of nuts and then kiss me afterward, I have to kind of stay six feet away from you. So sometimes these allergies they keep you from what you love, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yay! A Florida man with no arms stabs a tourist. An armless Florida man was arrested this week after he allegedly stabbed a tourist. Jonathan Crenshaw is a homeless street artist in the area of Miami, Florida, who frequently paints on canvas uh, near such tourist attractions that are in the South Beach area. Jonathan Crenshaw, age 46, has no arms. He uses his feet to paint these uh, on these canvases that I assume he sells to the tourists. Uh, uses his feet to paint, and allegedly used his feet again to stab a tourist named Cesar after midnight on Tuesday. Miami Beach police say the artist clutched a pair of scissors in his feet and stabbed the visitor twice with scissors. However, Jonathan Crenshaw, the armless artist, claimed he was acting in self-defense, telling the police he was lying down and that this guy Cesar Coronado who was visiting from Chicago, punched him in the head. That's terrible. You shouldn't punch a, a guy with no arms on the ground trying to paint. Coronado's friend Cindy told the police this is not the case. She was there, apparently. Uh, she says that her friend was simply asking Crenshaw for directions when the street artist jumped up and allegedly stabbed him. That sounds not really believable, but... Uh, then again, yeah, this is Florida, so I shouldn't say those words, really. Anything's possible. You could be stabbed by someone with arms. You could be stabbed by somebody without arms. You wouldn't expect that. This guy clearly stabs people with his feet. If he's going to stab people, I'd imagine he uses the feet. Because he paints with the feet. What's that movie with the guy with the is it my left foot? Whatever, does everything with, the, with his feet. This is one of those real-life situations. You've got to be pretty skilled to stab somebody with your feet. I have to, I have to say... It's a little too much work for me. If I had no arms and I wanted to stab you, I'd be like, you know what? Not today. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to stab you. I'm going to hire someone else to stab you. You can't even spray a pepper spray can uh, without arms. That seems difficult as well, although this guy probably could do so. Could he fire a gun? That's what I'd like to know. How much skills with the toes does Jonathan Crenshaw have? Probably. He could probably do a lot of damage with his feet. Too. He could probably, I don't know, he could probably use a computer to steal your crypto with his, just his toe. I'd imagine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going off the rails, clearly.
Hey, it's Friday. I'm highly caffeinated. Uh, now, Coronado, the dude from Chicago, suffered wounds to his left arm and was admitted to a local hospital. Crenshaw's charged with aggravated assault or with a deadly weapon, it says here. My goodness. This guy. Uh, this is not the first time that he's had trouble with the law. Oh, no. What did he do? The media reported that Crenshaw has been arrested several times for trespassing, disorderly intoxication, (laughs) battering police, and engaging in illegal Rochambeau for cash (laughs) escapades. That's funny because he has no no arms. He can't really do Rochambeau without the arms. Get get it, guys? Uh, I think I just no arm shamed somebody. I'm very sorry. Please don't cancel me, guys. Don't. Actually, please cancel me. Let me get me out of this closet, will you, please? <laughs> oh no! Look at this. This guy Crenshaw is accused of allegedly feeding his mother rat poison. <laughs> oh, this guy's terrible. So I'm I'm actually quite pleased that I know arm shamed him. That's what he gets. You don't you don't try and give your mother rat poison. What's wrong with you? A Florida man with a cat was denied entry into a strip club. This took place in Murdoch, Florida. Please don't tell me you've heard this one. A man walks into a strip club with a cat. But a bump chink. Hit the wall on that one because I don't have a, I don't have a hi hat. Okay, it says uh, this guy named Everett tried to enter a Murdoch, Florida strip club with a kitten. But when he and his kitten were both refused entry, he repeatedly called nine one one. Deputies arrested him, of course, for misusing nine one one and other charges. I'd imagine trying to bring a kitten into a strip club. According to the media, deputies were called to the Emerald City, Emerald City Gentlemen's Club. Oh, this is a gentlemen's club. Yeah, you can't bring any wildlife into the gentlemen's club. What do you think this is? A very upstanding gentlemen's club in Murdoch, Florida, sir. You can bring bags of meth in here, but you cannot bring wildlife. We do not, do not tolerate wildlife in the club. Okay. This is on South Florida's golf course. This happened about nine at night. Uh, the owner told him he has to leave the kitty outside. Instead, Everett sat down outside the business and called 911. Okay. He's like, you can't go in without the cat. Okay. Fine. I can't go in without the cat. I'm going to call the people who I think can make this happen for me. I'm going to call the people who possibly can get me inside the strip club with my, with my kitten, Ruffles. Who would those people be, Everett? Oh, it's the police. The police can get me in there. Sure, I'm going to call 911. If anybody can get me in this strip club with my wildlife, wildlife, with my pet, it's the police. They'll understand my feet. (laughs) They'll understand what I'm feeling right now. Well, the deputies obviously spoke to Everett. They noted that he what? Oh, appeared intoxicated. Stop it. Stop it. You mean a guy tried to take a kitten into a strip club and he wasn't sober and he called 911 because he couldn't get in because he thought that 911 could get him inside and he wasn't sober the deputies told Everett that he needed to leave the premises and they actually assisted in calling a taxi for him which is supremely nice you know there's something about a man with a kitten you know makes them seem harmless in a way but Keep in mind, this is a Florida man. Never should you assume a Florida man is harmless, even if they're holding a very cute, adorable kitten. So the taxi arrived, and Everett wouldn't cooperate with the driver. Well, maybe the driver told him he couldn't get in with his kitten. 
Instead, it says here, Everett began yelling and causing a disturbance further. He insisted that the strip club owner had committed a crime by denying him entry to the club and his cat's entry into the club. He kept calling 911 on his cell phone again, even though the deputies were already there. <laughs> He's calling them. They're already there. Well, I'm calling the police. I'm going to call Dario. Do you know what this club owner did to me? You know, the strip club has a policy. Apparently, you can't bring felines in. I don't understand it. I'm calling the police. Everett, Everett, we're right here. The police are right here. We're right next to you. We called you this cab. Do you recall? We're right here, sir. Obviously, they had to go forward and finally arrest this intoxicated man for such charges as misuse of the 911 system, disorderly intoxication, trespassing with a feline, <laughs> resisting arrest. What happened to the kitty? Oh, oh, the kitty is reportedly in the custody of animal control. Please give this kitten to somebody other than a Florida man. A Florida man called 911 to complain about the cocaine in his butt. There's a theme here, guys. Misuse of 911. Although maybe it's very serious when you get your cocaine way up your butt. You, you can't get it out. That's a problem. <laughs> I need my cocaine. Help me get it out. Or I can just wait till it absorbs <laughs> party time. Uh, Collier County, Florida. Uh, guy calls 911 and claims that uh, I have cocaine in my butt. Yeah. He called 911 actually three times that day. What's his name? His name is Mustafa. He called 911 three times on Wednesday from a McDonald's. The first time he called, he said, they got my burger order wrong. And he said they got my burger order wrong again on the second 911 call. Uh, on the third 911 call, he said, not only did they get my burger order wrong, but I have cocaine in my butt. <laughs> That's just TMI, bro. Mustafa knows nothing about TMI. Oh, man. So how did it go down? The deputies arrived at the McDonald's. What does he just use, like, the payphone right at the McDonald's? You just don't leave the premises. You call 911. All right, all right. What do I know about this sort of mental activity of a Florida man with cocaine in his butt? The deputies show up at the McDonald's. Employees claimed that Mustafa had been yelling and cursing at the poor staff, who really work hard over the holidays. Mustafa had been yelling at them over a mistaken order, apparently. And the employees wanted him taken off the premises. Mustafa said he wouldn't leave the premises unless his burger was fixed. Uh, doesn't say what he wanted. Maybe he wanted his Big Mac with no onions. Now, uh, when I was a young boy, I, for some reason, I really wasn't into onions. I had a, just a, a stretch of years where I just wasn't into them. And I would order my Big Mac without onions. And I'd have to wait. You have to wait a little longer for it. The deputies told Mustafa that he has to leave. You just got to leave, bro. That's when he said, fine, well, then take me to jail. I'm not leaving. He raised his hands towards the deputy. The deputy escorted the disgruntled customer from the burger joint. Upon searching his pockets, they found some marijuana folded into a napkin. Well, that wasn't up his butt. So apparently he put some of the drugs up his butt. The others he keeps on his person. Uh, while he was being placed in, into the patrol car, he admitted again that he had another drug on him in his crack. He had something in his crack. Was it crack in the crack? No, it was cocaine in the crack. It's the same thing he said over 911. <laughs> Mustafa was taken to the Naples Jail Center. Naples Jail Center. I love the, how they call it a center. Like there's some shopping going on there. 
they were, uh, the deputy was told that Mustafa would have to be medically cleared before being admitted. Um, I assume that means uh, have someone put their hand up his keister and take out that cocaine <laughs> that he claimed he has. <laughs> oh, that's not a job I want. Oh, boy. It's that poor medical person. It's the holidays. How are you spending your Christmas? Oh, I got to put my hand up a Florida man's button. Remove the cocaine. Hey, Happy New Year. What are you guys doing for New Year's? Did you have a nice time? Are you about to about to have a, a night that's lit, as the kids say? Hey, how was your New Year's? It was lit. I'm, gonna, I'm about to have a lit New Year's as well. Can't wait. I haven't had a lit New Year's in quite some time. <laughs> I don't even know how to have a lit New Year's at this point. Um, chemicals. Chemicals help. Um, I want to give thanks to everybody who called me to wish me Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. I'm going to publish some of those calls. Got a nice Christmas card from Michael from Iowa City. Big shout out to Michael from Iowa City. Lovely Christmas card. Oh, man. I got a bunch of Christmas cards this year. I was very pleased. I had enough to like cover the top of the bookcase, which is so uh, maybe like eight. It's pretty good. I usually don't. I usually get half of that, so it's pretty cool. I'm at that age now where you don't open a present. I mean, I've gone a bunch of Christmases without opening like a wrapped, like an actual wrapped present with the wrapping. Um, I haven't done that in a in a bit. I guess you become an adult, and it it gets to be all envelopes from here on out, right? That's what it is. Envelopes, people giving you cash and gift cards, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. Um, the presents are mostly for the kids, right? To open up something. Oh, what a thrill. What a thrill. Um, well, I hope you guys had a lovely Christmas with your fam. If you got some kids, it just makes it more exciting. Uh, some people reached out to me about the story I did on the Don't Weigh Me cards. Uh, so shout out to Anna Marie Starr and Lisa from Finland, who uh, they kind of gave me their takes on it. And, you know, helped me see it in a different way as well. So... Um, big, big ups, big thanks, big ups, big thanks to, uh, these dedicated listeners who actually pay attention to the show and then, uh, give me feedback. So it's always appreciative. Uh, I'm going to publish some phone calls after this as well. People who called and wish me happy holidays like Connie in Georgia. So, um, do you guys want to call the show and wish me a happy new year? You can do it. 646-450-2012. Email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram at funnyjones as well. Send me, you can send me a DM. You can slide into my DMs with a happy new year, Jonesy. You can be drunk to do it. You can be wasted. It's fine. Any condition that you're in, you can reach out and say, what's up? I'm not going to judge you. I'm just not. I'm not going to judge you. You have a good time. Uh, be careful. It's, uh, you know, this sort of, this variant is spreading like wildfire. Oh my God. Everybody I'm talking to is getting the damn thing. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe think about that, would you? Before you uh, make your New Year's plans and whatnot. Maybe wear a mask. I don't know. Or don't. You know, do your thing. Live life. I, I, I don't know what to say. I just want you to have fun and, and be happy and enjoy yourself. Um, I love my listeners very, very much. And I'm, I've been grateful. Uh, this has been a great year, and uh, without you guys, you know, where would I be? So I just want to let you guys know that I'm grateful for all of you this year for supporting me and supporting the show and coming here day after day to listen to the news and reaching out to me, encouraging me, giving me nice reviews, just keeping me going, you know, because without your feedback, without your listenership, I, I don't think I would do this because it wouldn't be fun. What's fun is us, this group that we have, you know, this audience, um, I think it's fun. This back and forth that we have keeps me going. Uh, 
appreciate that. It's like why I do stand up. Like if if I didn't get reactions from the crowd, like laughter, if it didn't like that, I wouldn't want to do it. Like that's the fun, the reaction, the back and forth that that you get from your uh, you and your audience. So you guys are my audience for this, and uh, yeah, I'm so grateful for you. So again, happy New Year to you. Reach out to me, say hi, and above and beyond anything, uh, be safe tonight. I love you very much. Hi, Gen Z. It's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. Just calling to wish all you and all of the weirdos a happy new year and a new year filled with love, laughter, and peace. I figure if we do our part for the love, laughter, and peace, we can at least make our corners of the world a little more happy and a little better. So take care, all of you weirdos. Have a great day and a happy new year. And I'll talk to y'all next year. Bye. Here's happy Christmas and Happy New Year. Jonesy, you rock and roller. How you doing, buddy? Well, you asked if anyone did any pranks and things like that. I used to do it for the holiday. I'd be over my sister's house, and I would take items from her house and gift-wrap them with the wrapping paper and give it to her. And you used to drive her crazy, her and her husband. I thought it was funny, and the rest of us would laugh our ass off, get uh, the holiday egg knot and everything else and drink it up and then do that used to be funny. Hopefully you're doing okay, Jonesy. And uh, when you go to church this uh, weekend or whatever, say a little prayer for my Browns winning against Pittsburgh so I can get into playoffs. I mean, I still have a rematch with you, don't I? Um, Hopefully you're doing good, buddy. Hopefully you're staying out of trouble and uh, hopefully everybody's doing good all the rest of your Weirdos. I hate saying weirdos. I don't think anybody's weird listening to your show, your podcast. It's a good podcast. Stay out of trouble, young man. Love you. Take care. Bye-bye. When the bells all ring. And the horns all blow, and the couples we know are fondly kissing. Will I be with you, or will I be among the missing? Maybe it's much too early in the game. Oh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What are you doing, doing New Year's Wonder whose arms will hold you good and tight. 
Just when the clock strikes 12 o'clock at night, what are you doing, doing New Year?